That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. so much for tuning in to us today. It is Nicole and Jenny, a mother and daughter production where we talk about nothing and everything all at the same time. Um, we had a couple weeks off and if you can tell in my voice, um, I'm just getting over something and now my mom has it. So her voice, she's not feeling very great right now. It's going to be a little cracky. <laughs> yeah. And okay. So we, I went to Puerto Rico with Victor and then Arrow for... Um, a week and I can talk about that for a little bit. Um, but when I got home, I got like, um, my throat started to hurt and I didn't know what it was from or anything, but, um, now my mom has it. So I'm guessing it's something contagious. So we stayed home from a birthday party today. Um, but okay. Back to Puerto Rico a little bit. So we went to, um, Hayuya, which is a small, Okay, there's 14,000 people there, though. The population's in the population where we live here is 800. So it's a lot bigger than here, but, I mean, I didn't see that many people. So it's Hayuya in Puerto Rico. That's where Victor's family's from. Me, Arrow, and Victor, we went down there. It was a very long travel day um, just because there was no direct flights. But we did fly out of Flint, which is a smaller airport near us. And so that made our drive like only an hour and a half versus two and a half hours. So that was nice. And the airport's so small that um, you really don't have to avoid it. Like people, there's not a ton of people there. But we got on our flight around two in the afternoon. And then that flight was only an hour and a half. And then we had like a three and a half hour flight after that. And Arrow um, slept through the first flight, which was an hour and a half. And then after, he was really, really wild and playing peekaboo with the people behind us. He made so many friends on the plane. It was so, so cute. Um, but they would, like, <laughs> they would just entertain him. And Victor's like, oh, my gosh, if they smile at him, I'm going to be so mad because he's about to fall asleep. And then once he gets, like, any engagement from anybody, he's like, I'm wide awake. So he didn't sleep the entire time. Um, but it was... And then people were giving him gifts, like one woman brought him a bracelet, and some a lot of people were coming up to me, because Victor took him to the back of the plane, because um, it's a long flight, and just like was kind of holding him for a little while, and then a woman came up to me, and at first I thought she was just like the stewardess there, and she, but then she's like, is that your baby? Oh my god, I'm in love with your baby, and a lot of people mistaken, mistook him for a girl again, even when he's wearing blue. 
Um, not that it matters like what color he's wearing or anything, but one woman did say, well, he's in white, so I can't tell. So then I was like, okay, so we'll try blue. And then people still ask me. So no matter what, I'm just like, yeah, he is really pretty. But, um, that happened a ton, ton, ton down there. And so we got down there and I'll tell you like how crazy (laughs) the first day was. So it was like, we landed around 10 PM, maybe 11 PM. I don't know. And my mom's like, obviously keeping tabs on me throughout the whole travel trip. Yeah. So I'm going to say you guys landed more like around nine-ish. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe it was nine. Okay. So we land, we rent our car, we go get the car. Um, and we barely fit all of our luggage in to the car with us three and with Arrow's car seat. And so we get in, we get started and it's like supposed to be two hours or something to where we're going. Um, and we get a call from Victor's sister and she's like, Hey, don't take the main way, take a different way. And Victor's like, Oh, okay. You know, so don't take the way that's showing up in your GPS, like take this other way. So he says, okay. Um, so he clicks on it. And at this point we're cruising, we're feeling good. It'll look down. It says an hour and 10 minutes. I'm like, awesome. Arrow sleeping in the back seat. Um, this is great. I, I, Victor told me to get a hold of his mom, tell her to like make some, if she could make some of his favorite food cause he's hungry. And there was really no places open at this time where we were, we're driving down, um, and we're taking a different route. So at this point, um, yeah, we only have an hour left and we're cruising along and I'm getting comfortable. Well, then Arrow started crying. So I had to get in the back seat with him and kind of just, um, entertain him a little bit. And so I'm back there and all of a sudden the roads get really, really curvy. And this is something that Victor has warned me about for, I'd say since I met him, about how crazy the roads are in getting to Hayuya in Puerto Rico. So I'm envisioning this like for years in my head what it looks like. And man, I can tell you that this is not what I envisioned. It was much like way, much like curvier, crazier, skinnier. Um, you're basically feel like you're just like in a dark jungle. You hear all these animal noises where, I mean, it's very late at night and there is just fog covering the whole, like we can't see like right in front of us at all. I'm, I'm scared. I can tell Victor's not super comfortable, um, with it because (laughs) I just know my husband and he had never driven in the nighttime there like that. And of course, he this is his first time he's taking me and Arrow. He wants it to be perfect. So we start taking this route and we're going and I'm starting to get car sick, car sick. But I knew in my head, I had looked at the GPS and it said only an hour and 10 minutes and it's been at least 40 minutes. So I'm like, okay, we got to be, you know, it's got to be kind of close. I wait another, you know, 15 minutes before asking how far because I really don't. I'm really holding down my vomit at this point. And so I'm closing my eyes in the back seat. And I know you're not supposed to close your eyes, but I'm like, this is the only thing that's making me feel okay because I'm just going to keep them closed. So I had them closed um, and Arrow's doing okay at this point. And I, and I go to Victor because he's driving this like it's like a race golf car, like a race car, like just zoom, 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 stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. And I'm getting a little pissed in the back seat. And then... I go, I open, I go, how much longer? My eyes are still closed. He goes, oh, it says 39 minutes. 
And I opened my eyes and I just projectile vomited everywhere. It was horrible. So I'm just like, because right there, knowing I had 39 more minutes of like back and forth, I couldn't take it anymore. So um, we, I get out of the car. I'm like, pull over, pull over after I puked twice. Puked up all this food. Um, and then I got on the side of the road, hands and knees, like, you know, when tears are coming down your face and I'm just like puking, 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 and I can't catch my breath. And we have no water, um, nothing for me to be able to wipe my mouth with. My whole clothes are vomit, arrows like vomit, because we're very close in the back seat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what do, okay, so that's just the beginning of it. Um, we get back in the car, I'm like, okay, 39 minutes, I can do this. So we start going and we're following the GPS and Victor's just kind of like missing turns because it is really dark and it's hard to see and GPS isn't giving him like good updates. So a lot of time he's having... Well, because you get bad service, right? Bad service too. He's stopping. He's turning around. I mean, these roads are like not real road, not really what you'd call a road. You don't know if it's a road, if it's driveway, if it's... I know it's something weird because I at home have her and find a friend and was watching because I just wanted them. I don't wasn't going to go to sleep. I was tired as can be, but I was staying awake until I knew they arrived safely. So I was looking on my find a friend and when I, and the, it just looks like it does mm-hmm. not look, and if there's no roads or anything on these pictures, it just looks like a forest in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so we're going and then we get to this road that, that, okay, first we're to get to this road, we're going, it looks like, like something in where I would see be like, enter at your own risk type road where it's not like even flat and it looks like it had a huge rainstorm and everything just kind of like got, got shoved to the sides of the road like i don't even know how to describe it like this huge dirt pile that just got poured on and poured on and that you're gonna maybe go down it for like fun with a four-wheeler so we start to go and we don't have like a big car or anything and then all of a sudden i see and it goes like straight up like i swear almost 90 degrees and victor starts to go up it and i'm like i go psycho i'm like what what are you doing i'm like stop stop so he like puts on the brakes and i can't believe like it feels like we're like going to skid backwards. I hurried up and got out with Arrow and I'm on the side of the road and he he kept like going up a little bit and then realized he, he goes, oh my God, he got a little scared. And then so he tried to get down. So he pulls back down by me as I'm on the side of the road pacing. I'm so afraid that something's going to jump out of the jungle and get me an Arrow. And that's when you were talking to me on the and phone, I call, right? Well, first I called Victor's sister and I was like, Ashley, where the heck do you have us going? Like, I was so mad because I was so, so sick already. And just like, where are we going? This is not safe for Arrow. I was like, someone needs to come get us right now. Like, this would have been a great TV show. I was like, I was like, come get us. We're Victor. And then at this car t- point, our car was stuck. That's what you said when you called me. So it was stuck. It, he was stuck on this hill and we couldn't, he couldn't get it down. And so he had to do some maneuvers. He got out of the car. He did something with the tires to try to make him go. Anyways, he got unstuck and I walked all the way down like that 90 degree hill 
and said, meet me at the bottom with Arrow. That's, with Arrow. You can pick me up there. That's kind of scary, he, though, because what if he, it would, a car would have slid back while you were he, oh, no, going? Oh, no. It was turned. It made sure, Mom. Of course, I was in front of the car the whole time. And um, and then I was afraid of bug bites and stuff. You know, I don't freaking know. So then he, he imitates me into his family, though, because he makes fun of this story, like, all the time now. And as he has shows me, like, all huffing and puffing, he has he shows himself walking as I'm bouncing, going really slow downhill, <laughs> yelling at him. But I'm like, yes. Like, this is not okay. This is our first night. Arrow did not. He was so good. He Okay, so his dad finally comes and gets us. We're 40 minutes away. He had to wake his dad up. I was like, they're coming. Like, they're coming. There's no choice. Like, they're, they have to come. Victor's like, can I try this one other way? One, I said, no, sit here. I'm too car sick. And he's like, yeah, you're right. He goes, I'm so sorry. And so then his dad comes. We follow him. And um, we had to stop because I puked again everywhere. It comes so fast. I can't even tell him to pull over. Puked all over the car again. Didn't know I had anything left in me. Dry heaving on the side of the road. And I said, I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> Because that's how terrible I felt. If you've ever been like motion sick, this is, it's horrible. And it went on for like two hours of just back and forth. So I said, get out of the driver's seat. I'm driving. And so then once I drove, I felt fine. But here I am driving on these skinny, windy roads, passing like cars. It was very scary. And so finally we get there. I'm covered in vomit. It's one in, one or two in the morning. I don't know what time it is. And Arrow's wide awake, but then I go shower for like two minutes and then me and arrow have to go to bed but that was not how the whole trip was that was just like something that i can laugh at now but it was very scary in the moment and just kind of like wow what did i get myself into because of the driving um and I made sure we did not have to drive those curves anymore unless completely necessary. And I was so stressed out when she called because I couldn't even. She's like, me and her were standing on the side of the road <laughs> in the jungle and Victor's trying to get down. And then so I, after I got off the phone, I'm like, well, keep in touch. Just be careful. Don't, you know, she's like, we called them to come get us. And so I was still watching and I noticed just so you guys must have had to, they couldn't. I don't think your ping would go through to where you were. So you guys no, backtracked so, like no, a white. Oh, we did. Yeah. Okay. So what's crazy is on that crazy hill, we had service. The second we got to the bottom, no service. And I was like, I feel like I want a scary movie and someone's going to come out and kill us because we had, we had to go like back. Yeah. We were only 20 minutes from them and we went back 20 more minutes. So then we were, and they're like, you're going the wrong way. It's 40, you know, you're 40 minutes away. It's like, well, we need to get somewhere where we have service and where we Victor knows can recognize and they can tell us to pick us up. So anyway, I service took, again. Well, yeah, because they said we can't get no, no pings. They keep saying they sent a ping and nothing's going through, but she said the service. So I was like keeping in touch with um, Gretchen during the time. And then um, she let me know when she finally got it. But I was sending her the pictures of what I was taking, where they were at. And she's like, oh, I, that doesn't tell me anything because it was literally, like I said, the middle of, I never even showed you, have I ever showed you mm -mm. the pictures? I'll have to show you what I sent her. It was like, it did show like a name of one thing, but she's like that, that I can't not tell where that is. Cause it was just in the middle of, you know, there wasn't two intersections or anything that you could see. Exactly. The, the roads there. So it was just like a big snake in so, the middle yes. of dark. So what the, what they do, and I asked Victor why they do this is they don't want to like ruin any wildlife or mountains or anything. So they go around literally around everything. So we went all the way up the mountains and then we had to come all the way back down. When I drove um, for the last 20 minutes of the drive, I didn't push the gas once. And I told Victor's dad, I'm like, this is so weird. I just pushed the brake the entire time. That's how far downhill and for how long we were going through all the curves. 
um, didn't have to, and we, there was no stop sign. So I literally did not push the gas once it was so weird. And I said, Victor, like, why well, don't I have to push the gas? He's like, we're going now we're going way back down. I'm like, Oh, so the elevation wasn't on my side either. Probably when I was like vomiting, but I found out arrow isn't, doesn't get car sick. Cause he, that is the time I knew my mom. I tried to talk my parents into going with us. Um, but I, they would have been so sick. Well, Victor, <laughs> Victor and his sister, when she was up here for the baptism and stayed, she told me all about the roads. And when she told me about them, like I asked, Nicole wasn't paying as much attention, but I literally asked so many, so many questions. Like she, they, I knew how tiny they were because she said, you have to beep your horn even so that two people can, and there's a lot of spots where two people can't pass each other. If mm-hmm. there's something on the other side and you have to like, listen. And I was like, Oh, Oh gosh. And she's like, no, imagine. And she told me, so I kind of knew when Nicole was describing it, it was exactly like what Ashley told me it was going to be. So then when we left, um, to go to another place and after like four or five days, I drove out of there and I followed Victor's dad, um, which following someone's so much easier. And so I did that and I felt totally fine because I drove, but I drove those, I think I drove the roads more than Victor at the end of all of it. So So you wouldn't travel at night again, not all the way up there. Well, no, I just think that Victor would need to know, he knows where he's going now. I, so the only thing that I liked about it was like, yeah, I don't know if I would probably travel again. I just kind of like, liked the arrival. Or if you traveled at night, maybe stay that night closer yeah, to the, that's where, we wherever wish you landed we done. and then yeah. go in the morning. The only to... reason we didn't is because I think, well, Vic thought about it after, but I, I was ready to go back to San Juan and just stay because that's how sick I was and didn't know if we would find their house. This episode is brought to you by Kitty Poo Club. Are you a proud cat person? You love your cat, but that doesn't mean you have to love having a litter box in your home. Kitty Poo Club takes care of the more unpleasant parts of cat ownership so you can get back to loving your furry friend. All right, I will say that I love Kitty Poo Club. Um, I use it with my cat Twix and... It makes it so much easier to just get rid of the whole darn thing um, after a month. So you literally, okay, let me explain this a little bit better. So it's super convenient. Um, It's a monthly litter box. Every month, Kitty Poo Club delivers an affordable and recyclable litter box that's pre-filled with the litter of your choice. And they have extra large ones if you need that. And when the month is up, you just recycle the box and then they send you a new one. Um, and you can customize your subscription at any time and you could add some toys, treats, accessories, whatever you want. Um, and right now Kitty Poo Club is offering some awesome discount on your first litter box order and free shipping. When you set up auto ship, go to www.kittypooclub.com to save on your first auto ship order of litter boxes with free shipping and be sure to let them know Coco Caliente sent you and check it out. That's kittypooclub.com. Anyway, so that was a that was the first day, but the trip went really well. We had a lot, a lot of fun. Um, it's always great to see Victor's grandma. She's so sweet. And I got to see both of his grandmas, actually, and then got to hang out with his parents. I saw his sister and um, her kids for a day only, um, and then... Which was kind of sad because you said Arrow really yeah. liked playing with the kids, so he... He loves kids. So it would have been um, nice to keep them a little bit longer. Totally. Um, that it would have been really, really nice. I'm hoping that he can spend some time with them sometime soon, somehow. Um, but yeah, so I guess for Puerto Rico, we just, we ate a lot of like a lot of, we went out to eat a lot, 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 lot. Almost, I think every day we went out for maybe two meals at least. Um, and we ended up staying in San Juan the last two days. Um, and that is very different than Hayuya. So that is very... Like it's very city, city like, like 
I mean, you're staying in the city. I guess it's just different because I saw Hayuya first and then I went to San Juan. So, um, so what do you think your favorite thing to eat in Puerto Rico was? Mine is toast, tostones. That's my favorite. What is that? Something that sounds like something rolled up. No, it's, it's plantains, like squished, like fried. And Victor's is mofongo. And Arrow really likes craft mac and cheese. <laughs> and then you said you said though that his grandma made the best soup. That, oh, that was yeah. one of your favorite things. Yeah, to eat she too. she's a great cook. I so I wanted um his grandma to cook the whole time, or his or his mom. And Victor's like, no, I want to go out to eat. It's like when you go to Florida, you don't want to just buy groceries and cook, and you want to go out to eat. I'm like, yeah, I understand. And he loves like the food over there. I just think like it's the same food. But his parent, his mom, and his grandmas are just a lot better than like a restaurant. So that's how I feel. But the first thing he did was like he loved their he loves their Puerto Rican Chinese apparently. So we got that the first night, and then we got oh man, he, he likes got it, he likes his every meat. he likes his meat pies right. Oh, he got meat pies for breakfast every day, and I said, if you bring me one of those deep fried. He he would get like me one filled with corn for me <laughs> and cheese. I was like. Give me one of those things again. I'm gonna get so pissed at you. I said I feel sick <laughs> because I just felt like like I, I I still felt car sick for a couple days, and I just don't wake up and want to eat like this thing that's deep fried. But it's funny, it, and I made myself I made myself an egg, and I made Arrow scrambled eggs every morning, even though he didn't eat them. This episode is brought to you by Glad Skin. So Glad Skin is a solution that supports healthy, balanced skin. It's a new category of skin blemish treatment that works differently than any plant-based or drug-based product you've had before because Glad Skin is based on the nature of healthy skin. Inflammatory blemishes and acne-prone skin are caused by an imbalance in the skin microbiome. And so Glad Skin developed a revolutionary protein called Microbalance to restore the natural balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on the skin. So GladSkin Blemish Gel works without harsh ingredients and it's gentle from day one. GladSkin products have been helping people in Europe for years and are now available in the U.S. Plus there's a 60-day guarantee. We use um, GladSkin for Arrow. For his belly button, he has a little bit of eczema there. And so we just put it on daily and he's had such great results. It's honestly like his eczema is not there anymore. And I use the eczema... um, it's like a little pump bottle and we love it for him. He has such sensitive skin and it works for us um, and it keeps everything at bay. So right now, Gladskin is offering our listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash coco. That's gladskin.com forward slash C-O-C-O for 15% off plus free shipping. Gladskin.com slash coco. Okay, so what else is interesting there is there's like chickens everywhere, like everywhere, like... um. I don't know who they belong to. And that's what I was trying to kind of figure out. And they said that they just roam and then they go back home. I don't know if that's true. They roam. They actually have owners or they... I don't know. They, they don't they... look like it. They really don't. So I went and bought chicken feed. But but they... Yeah, I don't know. I saw a lot of cats. I saw tons of cats, like millions of cats, tons of chickens. And I saw even like a horse and a pony just... I don't I don't know who they belong to. Do you think that they just... um? Way back, got lost from their owners all them years ago yeah. when they were in the... I guess a lot of people, so Vic's dad said that a lot of people, like, they lost a lot, a lot of people recently living there, and so they just left all their animals, which is sad. So then they just walk around? Yeah. They just basically beg So when you fed them, did they all come right around and... Um, well... Or were they scared? 
No, they weren't scared. They weren't scared at all. So I think that some... It's interesting because in San Juan, they have this whole, like, um, uh, this whole building dedicated to taking care of the animals that are starving. And, and so they, I, okay, this was a magic to me. We went and got our photo shoot and I walk out and there's this lady, this old lady, like in her seventies or eighties, very vibrant. I'm like, oh man, this is like me. If I was like 70 or 80 cans of cat food, just dropping them off. I swear to you, there is at least 800 cats. I'm not even kidding. And I go, Victor, can you tell her? Thank you. Like, that is so nice of her. Like, oh my gosh. And so then we saw another lady doing it with dry cat food. I'm like, man, these cats are taken care of and they're all just relaxing and they're happy. And then we see this house and like you can donate there. And so then, um, it was super sweet. I didn't have my cash on me or anything, but then Victor donated. Um, he's like on your behalf, I'm going to donate a hundred dollars. Nicole, I'm like, that's so sweet. Cause that is like what means a lot to me. Victor knows that. So he gave them that. And anyways, they have this whole like volunteer thing where they just, they focus on the animals that need food. But in Hayuya, that was complete. Like there was not anybody um, feeding them. So I had Victor take me to get a bag of cat food and I fed the cats. But he didn't even want me to tell his family because I think he was like, he, they think I'm I'm kind of weird like that. Like it's embarrassing, <laughs> but I couldn't go on with my day, you know. Um, oh, but, so they didn't know you fed them? No. no they, they will if they listen to this. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, what's two days going to really do? But I, But I don't know. Um, so I think it's just different and what did, oh, but Victor fed the pigeons. Yeah. Then that was funny. But besides that, like it was a little bit, um, just so different. I guess it's just like kind of living in the country, probably in Michigan. You come here, go to maybe my grandma and grandpa Francis for four days, and then you go to Detroit for two days. That's like, I think the difference, how to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. There is a huge, huge difference. So but anybody that I think anybody that comes up here from like even a big city like California or anything like that, which we'll find out soon because her um, Courtney, your, my your friend manage, Courtney's coming. Yes, yeah. and she's going to be coming up and staying, and she's never been. So I'm anxious to hear. And actually, I think that week we're going to have her on the podcast oh, just yeah. to see what she thinks of you know. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> and it's beautiful in Puerto Rico, and what's in. The water was crystal clear in all the rivers, which is really cool. I had the funnest time swimming in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, it was so cool. But my mom saw some, my mom saw Victor's dad. This is a funny story. So it is like I guess I don't Google stuff, but it said it's an unsafe place to swim. So Victor's dad posts a picture. My mom naturally like looks at the photo. Underneath the photo, Gretchen's mom, which is Victor's mom, so Victor's grandma, comments, "This is dangerous. This is a dangerous place to be. Be careful." And then another another person person wrote wrote it. Yeah, be careful. May God be with you or something. So then my mom calls her immediately. Oh, I first I looked up the because it said the location, everything. I found the exact picture. Online because the, the way the waves come in, and she just said on her story saying the wave carried me away, but I'm okay. <laughs> or she texted me that or something, and I found so I got all my ducks in a row, and I was taking a picture of what the grandma, his dad's picture, what the grandma said, what the other person <laughs> said, what it said online about not swimming in there, and I was like, I was yeah. on that fast. It was, yeah, and then I, I was done swimming at that point, but I didn't even realize it was super dangerous because there's people, there's like little kids out there. You. You, I said, is there people out there? You said not really. Not so there, really. There's probably like eight. That's not very much. And so I did get swept up one time and the people were like, are you okay? And I didn't go back in after that because I like felt the salt water go up my nose. 
oh, but it's just funny. My mom's always doing investigating. And she's like, do you promise me you're not going back in? I said, yeah, I'm done. Because I, I was just worn out. I was like two or three Well, and, and I mean, I was just, and then they were sitting like up on, which that was probably okay. But I, even then I saw lifting you up. They're sitting in the sand and letting the waves like wash up on them. And arrow was on Victor's lap, thank goodness. But I'm like, could you imagine if it like grabs them? Like, there you know. was um, a man in Michigan who just passed away because he got pulled in by... Um, the current or something and that's just in a lake so and then that's right by us like yeah yeah so <clears throat> i guess like sometimes you feel like you feel like oh no i'm fine but you never really know what the water's kind of capable oh i made of. her like <laughs> i made her like completely promise i know she's not gonna lie to me after i but yeah she's getting research facts just sent to her she's probably like geez mom i was i was like oh my gosh um, but and we, Victor's grandma lives there. So for her to say that, I was like, okay. And then she said, she goes, yeah, Victor, Gretchen, Victor, Victor's mom, Gretchen won't go in there. I'm like, oh yeah, because <laughs> she's smart. She knows better. Jeepers, Nicole, does that not tell you anything? She's like, but it was so fun. I'm it like, was really fun. You just felt like a mermaid. Yeah. Well, I don't want you to be a mermaid and disappear into the sea. So, <laughs> okay. What else can we talk about for besides Puerto Rico? What else do you want to talk about? Did you t- say everything you wanted to? S- I'm just trying to I don't to know. I don't sure. know if I feel like I'm just kind of dragging on about it. But I mean, I loved it and we're going back every year. But oh, we're not going to go back into the back in the summertime again because it was really, really warm. Um, so I think we're going to go back in December, which won't be this December, but next December. So then make it a. I don't know, December or January, whenever it kind of works with the schedule, um, that is better for the weather because we were really, 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 really hot. It's a and, different type of heat. But I, I think she would have been so miserable here too, but at least she had her house and the air conditioning. But um, it was it was in the high 90s and stuff. It was a, the most one of the most miserable weeks of the summer here too. That's what I told her. I'm like, oh, you're lucky. She goes, no, it's hotter here. But and but there isn't. You're used to air conditioning, and they mm-hmm. just put them in the. You, you just you um turn them on when you go to sleep right in the room. Yeah, except for the hotel we got in San Juan had air, and then our Airbnb had air too. Where we went in Acebo, I think it was called or something like that. Um, so once we got there, it was fine. But I just get yeah, it's like when you're you're eating and you're kind of like sweating type thing. And that, but so yeah, don't go in the um summer if you're gonna go is what I would say. And but it was as pretty as you thought it'd be, right? Yes, it was really pretty and really fun. And, and it was like a really good me and Vic. I feel like him and I had a really good, like, it was a good bonding for us, I felt like. So that was good for our relationship and everything because a lot of the time, like, he had to translate for me a lot and stuff. So, and then me and Arrow got awesome, awesome bonding time too. It was like we got really attached. I got to take naps with him because there's nothing really else for me to do, right? Besides watch my baby. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I know you guys want to know how I handled my yeah. first, my first break from, um, from Arrow and like handled it. And it, I actually handled it well, like better than I thought, but I missed him like crazy. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna, I got this week to myself. I'm going to go do mm-hmm. all this stuff and get all this stuff done. And I did not. I think for the first couple of days, I got kind of depressed. First, I got worried when the first night happened. <laughs> then I got depressed. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm I'm always with them. But then I actually went and did some stuff and had lunch with a friend, went to the fair and watched my niece's steer show and 
visited, me and Dave did quite a few things, you know, hanging out together, but I didn't get anything extravagant done. Like I thought I was going to get done cleaning wise, or I'm like, I'm like, you know, I just actually took a, I actually took a couple naps, which I never, ever, ever get time for naps. So then come when she got back, that was hard for me because it's like, okay, no more sleeping in. You had a a nap today. Yeah, but that's because I don't feel good, but I don't take, I got naps, um, and it's Sunday, Nicole. I should get a nap on a Sunday if I want to. Um, you can get a nap whenever you want, but you do nap. Who the heck are you kidding? You nap every day. I have not. Well, tell me when I nap. Oh, with the arrow sleeping on me, you mean? I don't know. I feel like you, yes, I, you nap I do every not day. Na- I do not nap every day. I mean, yes, arrow naps only on us. So if uh, it's my turn to like sleep with them, I will close my eyes. But you cannot go to sleep, sleep with Okay, but a couple of things. A it's my mom, she does not. She doesn't. She does not charge her phone at night, which is really annoying. Which is kind of irrelevant at this okay, point. Okay, I don't know what this but is she from. does. She sits up. She sits up, either plays Candy Crush or watches a movie until one in the morning, and then she wonders why she's tired the next day with a dead phone. I I don't play. First of all, she's I like do, a teenager. First of all, I do not play Candy Crush on my phone. I only play it on the iPad, <laughs> and I only take the iPad up to bed like two times out of the seven for a week, so that I don't play it. Um, when I'm watching TV, I fall asleep watching watching TV all the time, so I I don't really watch it either because I can only see the TV with my glasses on, <laughs> and I take my glasses off, so I'm mostly just listening to the TV. I do look at my phone and a lot of the dinging, my phone dings a lot because we have a family. I don't, I won't put my phone on silence. That's the thing. And my, we no. have a family group. Mm. And Wait, nobody's dinging you at 10 o'clock at night. At six in the morning. Yeah, we are. We're all up and you're still sleeping because you didn't go to bed yeah, till yeah, one. They're dinging me at six in the morning, all <laughs> of them. And, um, and they're, um, no, at nighttime it still dings. And what's your, up. why don't you charge your phone at night? I do. No, you don't. I, I start with it charged and then I might get up. Then like I get insomnia at like two o'clock. She's wrong. I do fall asleep by like 10, 9, 30, 10. And then about one thirty, two o'clock, I get insomnia and then I'll grab my phone and it's not finished charging and I'll stay on it till like 3.30. And then so I'll fall back asleep. And then that's when I just like look at all the news articles or look at, I actually like right now at this time of the year, I read the Big Brother updates because of course, California hours are different than um, Michigan hours. You, you could you program yourself to wake up at that time? No, I just, I hear beeps and stuff on the phone. My husband's got like cameras that go off and I can hear them on the, the beep, 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 beep on well, the Well, then phone. you need to shut those off. You need rested sleep. And then when I wake up, I have to go to the bathroom. So I walk to the bathroom and then that totally wakes me up. So what's going on? Go what's going bedroom. on in the Twitter Big Brother world? Anything good? Oh, there's yes, yes, yes. There's a. I didn't tell you. There's a twist this week. Um, this there's going to be ten people left after somebody leaves this week. Mm-hmm. The, whoever gets voted out, and they the house guests do not know, and they're switching them. I think they didn't say where, but so maybe like they're splitting five and five. It doesn't say how. Mm-hmm. And I think five are going to be outside for the week, or and five's going to be inside. I don't know. They're somehow splitting the house in two for the week, and they're going to do two separate reigns. So that oh, so you don't awesome. and so like who would you even know? Like what if you don't get your that's so scary. your alleys in there? They have no idea. So there's going to be a five and a five, so two final fives, and then they're going to knock one out and go down to four and four in each group. Oh with, wow! So they'll be eight then. Then they'll. Throw I like them that so much better then than double eviction. That is a throw, million times better because you can pl- actually play the damn game. Yeah, then they're gonna throw them all back. 
probably together. I mean, this is just like what I'm getting from it, but it was Ooh, just, just. I wonder how they're going to split the people up. There's going to be a lot of controversy because it has to, obviously it has to be fair because let's say you have an alliance of five and you end up with four people that are not I'm, a, I'm thinking it's going to be a competition to split them up. Maybe tonight on tonight's show, it'll and tell you a little bit more be detail. With, you don't want to be with just your alliance because someone will go home. So maybe they're going to well, split you them up. Be with, you want to be with at least three of your <clears throat> yeah, alliance. Yeah, but not so your whole you can, alliance because if you're on the bottom. <laughs> and I wonder if they're, they're going to let, since they're doing it this way, if they're going to let the HOH who's H, had a household this week, if they're going to let them compete into it. Because I think that's really unfair, you know, with the small numbers and all of a sudden they can't compete either. What? Do you, oh, from the... No, I don't think they'll do that. They'll, you think she'll have to sit out still? No, so then no, I think that she'll get to play. Because otherwise it'd only be four people going for head of household in one group yeah. and five going for head of household mm-hmm. in the other group. Ooh, no, I, I think they will make her sit out now that I think about it. They've never not. I just <clears throat> Double I evictions, they make you do that too. So I, everybody's trying to figure out like... If they're this week, if just the one person goes home and then it's the next week that do they do it? Or but I don't think they can send oh, all three home because they, they acted like it's going to be fast forward. Like it ain't going to be a whole week. Like a it's all going to happen mm. in 24 hours. Like the veto, the HOH. Oh, I don't like that then. And the thing. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not and Of course sure. it's going to be fast forward because how are they going to split up? That's going to change the game. That'll change the game drastically if you're split up for a whole week. I don't know. Is that you lived in that house? Is it possible besides using the outside, just in the inside, to split two groups up for a whole week, not without not the kitchen whole, and stuff? Not for right? a whole week. There's only one bathroom. Well, there's a bathroom in the HOH and their bathroom. Yeah, down. they're not going to lock you up in five of you in the HOH room. That thing's tiny. Yeah, so, I don't know what they're going to do. It'll be 24 hours. Unless which, they put like some. I hate 24. Unless hour they put things. tents or a camper outside and make them like camp in the well, yard. The thing is, is they got to set up competition. That's interesting. I like it. I, I don't know. But yeah, no, you can't do I know. That and then, so I don't know. So that's basically, that's basically just everybody guessing. That will show you how good of a player you really are because that's never been done before, but it'll show you how good of a player you are because you don't have your alliance just like and I have three people. I have three people who I think will be totally safe through that, and I want to see if they actually are like who? how good I am at guessing who can who can survive this chaos, um, just because they don't have Enemies. a huge target. Well, they just don't have as huge a target. Like like Michael, he's won all that stuff, so he'll be a target. Brittany, I think she could just be a casualty because she's attached to Michael. Um, the ones, Monty, everybody wants to go after him because he's a big threat. Taylor should not be on the radar at all, but for some reason, they all like to go after her. Then the four that on the outside of the other alliance, like mm-hmm. I think that they could be. So the only ones is Turner that I think wouldn't have anybody directly going after him. And um, let me think. I know who they Turner. I don't know them at all. And then... Kyle, I don't. I think Kyle will be safe just because he has his alliance. Plus, plus he has his like girlfriend, mm-hmm. and Joseph. And Joseph is liked by everybody in the house. So, yeah. So that's and they're all three boys. Like mm-hmm. that's the only one. But I, but I could be wrong. It'd be a good time to maybe take one of them out too. But it just depends on who the groups are. But like my opinion is they don't have enough. Like people do talk about getting Kyle out sometimes, but I think he just has. Depends on who his groups are, but mm-hmm. Turner and Joseph, if they're not 
safe the whole time. I'd be surprised. And I'm hoping Taylor gets in a right group so that she's the safe. The thing is, is though, okay, so for a group, if this is true, the group of five, one's a HOH that only makes four people eligible. You put up two, one person takes himself off the block. There's only one person that's going to be untouched in each group. That and could e- be and, and even and even like if the right person, if the fourth person wins, oh yeah, you could the take. Veto, they, yeah, actually, they, everybody. Could, yeah, they could take them down, and you'd have to be forced to put up who the one person. Yeah. Right? So and so only two would mm. vote, and the HOH is gonna would have to break a tie. So the HOH it's is gonna, old. This is the one week to win that damn HOH, and you can make a power move. Yeah, that's like, and Michael has Michael will will probably win in his group just because he wins everything so that might pull his you know his safety you know there but otherwise he, it'd be he, a smart time because he wins everything to get him well, out I, I hope he goes home <laughs> um we'll just say that so that's that's the that sounds like so a really you might cool have to twist. so you might have to watch yeah it i actually night. might watch that but like i said i don't know like what days that's gonna air but that's the day of the start of it yeah, I love watching like real gameplay like that. That's not. It, there has been a lot of quite a bit of real gameplay this. I mean, there always there always is real gameplay. It's just kind of like if you, I like. I mean, of course, as a viewer and as a player, you like two different things. You want everything to stay predictable if you're a player in the game because you you know you got your game all lined up, say for weeks ahead. This would really throw a wrench. But as a viewer, you want things to get stirred up. Um, so that's kind of kind of what it is. This episode is brought to you by Coterie, which is the coolest diaper ever because it does so many amazing things. First off, being a parent, you don't want to have to question the ingredients and materials that are in your baby's products. And diapers are something that your baby's wearing every single day, multiple times a day. And so Coterie uses the best of the best. And that's one thing that as a mom, I feel really, really good about. And not only that, but Coterie is the highest performing diaper on the market with up to two times more liquid capacity and up to four times faster absorbency versus other brands. So this keeps your baby drier longer and parents report fewer nighttime leaks and diaper changes, which this can lead to better sleep quality for your baby and for you in less laundry, which is also always amazing. And they use the cleanest and safest ingredients. Um, the pant is even proven to be free of nearly 200 potentially harmful and irritating ingredients. Amazing. So, um, they're all in a class of their own. They have diapers and they have wipes and they've been awarded the best diaper and wipes by the bump Plus their wipes are national eczema association approved, which is amazing. So right now Coterie is partnering with Coco Caliente to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping. When you go to Coterie.com and enter promo code Coco, that's Coterie spelled C O T E R I E.com promo code C O C O for 20% off and free shipping promo code Coco C O C O. CO. We have, so moving forward, we're going to stay consistent, right, mom? We're going to stay consistent. So we're going to be recording on Sundays. Um, We are going to Nashville next weekend, but we're recording before we go. Don't worry. We promise. Um, And so we will record and get that out to you. And we're staying consistent. We're going to change up a little bit of like our talking points. So we'll start bringing up um, not just like stuff in our lives, but Things that you guys can get into discussion with too. So some more fun topics that me and my mom might have like different opinions on. We can kind of debate our sides or like what's going on in the world, et cetera, et cetera. 
So yeah, that's about it. That's all the new stuff. Yeah, and we already had we had a whole lineup for today, but I told her we should um talk about our trip mm-hmm. just to I know everybody was anxious to hear about it, so we get that out of the way so that we can start with the topics next time. And I will keep track of how many naps I take this week because <laughs> she is being sassy there. I really don't take naps. But yes, I did she, take I'm them when ask, she was gone. I wish dad was here right now and I'd ask him. You should ask him. Yes, I would ask him. He'd say every day. No, he would not say yes, every day. Yes, he would. All right. Thank you guys for okay, listening. Okay. I guess my nap is from no. nine o'clock at night to one in the morning. No, mom. Yes. You take a nap. Yes, no. Nicole do. is the queen of naps. So no, I don't know what I'm she's not. talking about. I do. Now that Arrow takes naps, I do take naps with him. Okay. And I'm not afraid to admit, hey, at least I will admit it. I admitted I took him while you were gone because I did. For as long as I've known you, which has been my whole life, you nap every day. I do. Oh my gosh. Now I really have to keep track because this is, I do not nap. I want to nap. I literally want to nap and I do not nap. All right. See you guys later. Yep. Bye-bye.